Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us, Pastor Corey. Good to be back in the Zoom studio with you uh, for yet another edition of the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Tim. How are you? I am well, as far as I know. So, yeah, I'm good. Good. Glad to hear it. All right. Jokes. Uh, I don't know if I have any good jokes, and I can't remember what jokes I've told and what I haven't, but I was doing some deep thinking. Oh, oh yeah. And I think leather is really what you should wear if you want to sneak around. Why is that? Well, it's made of hide. <laughs> That's pretty good. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. It's okay. Yeah. So let's try to see. I don't think I saved any new jokes. Lately. Why? Why? Uh, why didn't I trust the big feline? I don't know why. Because he'd be a lion. He'd be a lion. <laughs> Did you know that milk is the fastest liquid on Earth? No. Yeah, it's pasteurized before you see it. <laughs> oh man yeah that's terrible anyway well you know i keep seeing a a little glow above your head kind of peeking kind of peeks in and out uh what's going on there nothing i don't know what you're talking about wait wait a second what's going on over there what are you talking about that's just just my normal office you're normal yeah have you been have you been like canonized as a saint or something? Oh, just just got a halo. Regular daily prayers. Regular. <laughs> oh, I guess you're holier than the rest of us. You got a whole halo. Can you yeah. take? It's like it doesn't even come off. No, it's permanent. Permanent. <laughs> oh. Well, that's crazy. Looks like you've been yeah. having fun with. I've been people. playing with the Zoom options. I think everybody who has a Zoom account can have that. But uh, yeah, I'll turn it off so it's not distracting to people. It's not distracting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't want my holiness to. <laughs> we would be a stumbling block. We wouldn't want that. No. 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 Well, uh, we have come together for our regular weekly podcast uh, during which we speak of uh, upcoming events and things in our community uh, in the church and also we talk about uh, the upcoming scripture for our Sunday services so is there any of that that you want to talk about this week oh yeah I mean I want to do our podcast <laughs> oh we're pretty sure. subdued today. I was just <laughs> thinking about how bad a, for our audio listeners that last bit was with the halo. You know, they didn't get oh. to see it or anything. Well, maybe they'll maybe they'll hear it and they'll be like, oh, we've got to go to Facebook or YouTube and see the video podcast now. Yeah, maybe. Or, maybe you know, I just realized my name is Waming Newman on the screen, too. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're I, using his device testing. I am. I'm test driving his device and I could change it, but I kind of like being Waming Newman for today. That's awesome. He's a, he's a good guy. I mean, that's probably why I had the halo, right? 
that may that's what it was I it's, what it was. Yeah. it's his device so <laughs> yeah so we're going to talk about the scripture what what events got you know do you have going on that we need to talk about uh we got a um, big church annual meeting on february 27th yep um looks like covid is decreasing in our county thank goodness um and girls basketball team locally is going to the district championship on friday that's big news um any other big stuff tim uh we're we're planning if people are thinking about lent at all we're uh, getting ready to head into that season the beginning of march uh, march 2nd is ash wednesday um and, and and he didn't say lentinol as if lentinol is some kind of chemical he's talking about if oh. you're thinking about lent at all yes lent, that's what i meant to say hopefully. well no i mean but i i think some people heard you and then some people don't know anything about Lent because they're, sure. you know, not very spiritual. And then some people are maybe like, why is he talking about Lent? Like it's Lent. in pockets. Lent and Lent and, pockets. and Lent and Lent are two different things. Yeah. And so Lent is a season of the church um, preceding Easter, or what we call Resurrection, Resurrection Sunday. And um, it's a basically a six-week season. And it's starting soon, March 2nd. Yes. With Ash Wednesday. Yes. And we take it pretty seriously around here. It's a good season of reflection and spiritual growth and deepening of our faith. And we usually do a theme for the season. And so we're going to be talking about God's perfect peace. Our, our theme tagline is imperfect lives, perfect peace, imperfect lives with perfect peace. So, um, how can we have God's perfect peace in this pretty imperfect world? Um, looking forward to it. Yeah, it, I think it's going to be good. So, yeah. So we'll have Ash Wednesday on March 2nd, which is a holiday where we uh, get our foreheads marked with ashes to remember that we are mortal, uh, frail creatures who are going to die or at least a physical death. But uh, you know, from the dust we came to the dust we shall return, ashes to ashes. Uh, but we also have the hope of Christ. So we start the season of reflection with a sobering reminder of our fragile nature. Right? Yes. <laughs> well, this is a sobering podcast. I just feel like this is really, I don't know, are we, are we just kind of mellow? Throw it out and start over? No. No, I, I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> well, I, I think Ash Wednesday is a great time for that reflection, and it really sets the um, sets the tone for the season of Lent as we as we weigh our lives and consider um, our mortality and the sacrifice uh, that Jesus is going to make for us uh, as we get closer to closer and closer to Easter or Resurrection Sunday, as you said. So uh, in, in our services, we do, we have like a, a morning service and an evening service. Usually uh, morning services, more informal, uh, drive by, <laughs> walk by, uh, get a cup of coffee if you want um, and, and 
go through a, a little miniature service on your way to work or school if you want to do that. And then our, our evening service is more formal uh, in the church, uh, a, more, a more formal service, I guess you could say. Uh, so, but we're looking at, are we doing an evening service this year, Tim? Are we, uh, we, yeah. we were talking about morning and midday. What, what, we can do it all. Should we decide right here during the podcast? And Well, I think evening is fine. Uh, yeah. You have to do it. Yeah, yeah, because, well, uh, well, we're hoping that I have to do it. We're hoping. If, if, I, usually, if I have to do it, then that means. That means our girls didn't go to state basketball. No, yeah. if, if I'm doing it, it means they did go to state. They basketball. did go to state, and I can't do it. And you can't do it because. I'll do the morning one, and then I'll leave for state basketball. Right. And uh, hopefully as a bus driver. Yes. But definitely as a parent. And uh, yeah, so be awesome. So you'll do the evening service, which traditionally has been like six thirty. Yeah. So okay. yeah. So if you want to be a if you're praying people out there, you might want to pray that Corey doesn't have to do the service in the evening on Ash Wednesday. I don't I don't know if that's a good thing to pray for. Or just pray for ask for whatever you wish cool. uh, yeah so okay uh so ash wednesday's coming up uh lent's coming up it's gonna be a good thing we're gonna talk about god's peace um we told some dumb jokes already uh we talked about the annual meeting i think we should should we roll into the scripture or you got anything else Severs? no that's good yeah oh yeah are we still in john oh jeez. no we got out of john oh well just check. Yes, we're still in John. Okay. Um, we're in John, do you know? Do you remember? 15. Is that right? Sure. Yes, it is. 15, 12 through 17. You know, this is short enough that I think we can read it um, yeah. on the podcast. Um, yeah, I think so. Jesus is teaching his disciples and preparing them for being the leaders of the the church movement after he leaves after the cross the resurrection he's going to ascend to heaven eventually and they're going to be the key first leaders teaching them all kinds of important stuff and teaching them about love this is my commandment that you love one another as i have loved you greater love has no one than this that someone lay down his life for his friends you are my friends if you do what i command you no longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide. So that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you so that you will love one another. All right. And that, you know, really is just a continuation of our, our, our the previous section we had last week, uh, you know, staying connected with Jesus um, and letting his fruit grow out of our life. And, uh, and it, without connection to him, without relationship with him, we can't have the fruit that he intends for uh, our life. And, but in that previous section, it also talked about love as the, as the father has, 
has loved me, so I've loved you. And Jesus said, abide in my love. And now he's saying, as I have loved you, as I have loved you, so you are to love one another. Uh, that's pretty deep when we think about how he has loved us, right? Yeah. He's the one that gave us life. He's the one that rescues our life, forgives us. Um, and if he's loved us with this deep, perfect, amazing love, then we're, we're to strive to love others um, as he loved us. Um, yeah. What do you think about love here, Tim? I, well, I, I think a lot of things about love. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to bust into song or something. You really? There are so many songs about love. There are. What yeah. is love? What's love got to do with it? All you need is love. All you need is love. Yeah. Love, love, you, love. When you were a kid at church, did you ever sing that little the song, This is my commandment that you love one another, that your joy may be full? Nope. No. Okay. We were not a love church, Tim. We're not a love church. That's so sad. No, we, I, I, I hope we were, but I don't remember that song. In all, I honesty. remember we had a little. Can you bust it here. out? I mean, do you know the rhythm or? The... Well, it, it was just a little, and it was very repetitious. <laughs> this is my commandment that you love one another, that your joy may be full. This is my commandment that you love one another, that your joy may be full, and then it. Repeats the that you're doing. That's from the Bible, uh, but it's pretty much right from the. I was just noticing this week from the verse before verse eleven and then verse twelve, kind of going together there. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, it's never heard of it. One of the things that has stuck out to me through these last few, maybe months that we've been in John, the last couple of chapters that we've been working through is just that love. It just keeps coming back and in a variety of different ways. And like you said, this command that we love one another as Jesus has loved us, that's pretty crazy uh, and, and amazing. And I don't think I'm very good at that probably, or I'm certainly Maybe you misspoke, Tim. Maybe we could get off the hook here. I don't think so. Uh, because if he did, he like misspoke a whole bunch of times. Like, oh, right darn it. <laughs> um, it is so such a throw out most of the New Testament. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would. It's just such a consistent message through this part of John's gospel that so, you have to stop and kind of be like, maybe there's something important going on here. <laughs> he seems pretty serious about it. Like, yeah, so we should, you know, probably listen. And yeah. And, and this is, I, I mean, I think he's partly here foreshadowing what he's going to do on the cross as he says this, but, you know, greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. And then he says, you are my friends, but you're right. only my friends if you, if you do what I command you. So this is how we know we have friendship with Christ as if we honor the commands that, that he gives to us. But this sacrificial love kind of is it's counterintuitive to our human nature uh, and we don't always choose choose that kind of sacrificial love as we interact with each other whether that's in the workplace in our families in community or whatever we just don't always choose that uh, so it's kind of a I mean it's a very convicting message if you 
will allow yourself to really consider what Jesus is asking us or not asking, but telling us uh, to do. It is. Uh, and he is telling us what is best for us, you know, and um, I guess I, I appreciate that. You know, I, I think some sometimes we, we don't like being told what to do, you know, um, because we presume we know or we, we want to figure it out ourselves. And there's something to be said about discovering what's right or discover, but I don't mind that Jesus tells me what's best for me. You know, I, I, I guess I'm thinking about the commandment language here. This is my commandment yeah, yeah. that you love one another. You know, he, he earlier said, you know, he talked about obedience or obeying him in the previous section and keeping his commandments. And some people hear that language and they, uh, they think, ah, oh, that's a drag or, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to be told to love, but I, I think we need to think about this rightly. Like it, you know, that sometimes my doctor tells me, you know, you need, you need to do this. This is what's best for you. He, you know, he tells me, and I don't think my doctor would put it in command language, but he'll tell me what's best for me. And here we have the great physician um, who John has already told us is responsible for all creation. Um, he's one with the father. He's the son of God. He knows what's best for us. Um, and so I, I guess people who are reading the Bible or watching this podcast probably assume they, I, we can assume they take Jesus seriously. Um, my struggle is that I've known a lot of Christians. And maybe you have too, Tim. Um, and we don't knock this one out of the park. Uh, you know, okay, so yeah, Jesus should be obeyed. We should take his teaching seriously. He loves us with a perfect love. Love one another. You bet. Okay, how are we doing? You know, um, how is it operating right now? Have we been doing that well during the pandemic and times of division and stuff? Have, have we let other worldly things get in the way of loving brothers and sisters in the church, let alone loving people outside the faith and enemies that we're also called to love? But what have, have we... Are we really striving to love with this perfect love? Easy to say, but you know, easy to have the talk, but do our actions, our attitudes, uh, do they back it up? Is it happening? Um, like you said, did we, did we freeze there or are we frozen? Like, no? like you said, though, we don't. We don't always knock this one out of the park, right? Yeah. And so I think that is, a, um, if you come to the scripture um, with an open heart and you're looking for a direction from uh, God, um, God will reveal that to you, that we need to be better at that, at loving one another. And so... Uh, it's encouraging. I think it's encouraging, but I think the word you used earlier about the podcast is also sobering uh, or sober. It is kind of sobering too, as you really deep, as you really consider it, like this is a big deal. 
And Jesus is calling us to this. And will we step up and live this way every day? And that's, that's hard. Uh, and we haven't done it well. And so we need to let the scripture, I think, you know, convict us and guide us into, guide us back into love, um, into choosing it. Uh, so hopefully as we come to the scripture, we're reminded, you know what? We've not loved one another very well lately. Uh, and I think you don't have to look far in our world to see that that's true. Because um, if we were loving the way that Christ loved, we'd not have the kind of hatred and anger and, and in, in ourselves or in our community that we see. Um, or in the world, I don't just mean here, I just think it's a worldwide kind of uh, problem, but. Yeah. Um, I think uh, some of what I learned, been learning in this whole two plus years now is uh, I'm not as hot stuff as probably I, I thought I was as far as uh, loving neighbor and loving brother and sister in the church. Um, I let a lot of things that bug me keep me from wanting the best for someone else. And, um, you know, that's what my working definition of loving someone is wanting and, and working and willing and praying for the, the best for someone. And yet, if I'm really honest, um, I think I can say, well, oh, except for people who have this certain view or, or uh, people who ignore me or cut me off or whatever, then I'll stop wanting the best for them. Uh, you know, and that's, that's garbage when I do that. that, that, that's not what Jesus did for me. And that's, that's just, you know, a struggle that I have to admit is it, I let my, my human disappointments, um, or my, my arrogance, uh, get in the way of loving like Jesus loved. Uh, and so that means I'm putting, I'm doing something that Jesus didn't do to us. I'm putting some kind of expectation on others before I'll, before I'll want the best for them. Right. Um, sure. I'll want the best for them. If they, if they wise up and vote the way I do, if they wise up and they, uh, clean up their yard. I don't know. You know, I, I think all kinds of dumb things. Um, and boy, am I glad that, that Jesus uh, didn't act like I do. Um, and while I was yet an en enemy against him, he, he died for me. And um, so he, he loves us um selflessly sacrificially graciously meaning it's a free gift now he that he calls us to be different right his love calls us to be something better and to change but he doesn't say if you change then i'll love he says i love you where you're at uh, come to me you know receive my forgiveness turn from your ways and, and turn to me you know, and then then we'll work on that other stuff. But he doesn't say get it all straight and then I'll love you. And 
Um, but that's the condition we often place on other people. I think so. I think our relationships, right? So, yeah, I think we do it very subtly and without thinking and can sneak up on us and radical love like Jesus had has for us um, is something that's supernatural. You know, meaning it's not just of our human instinct. It's from God. And so if we want it, and we believe it's what we need in the church. We have to spend time with him going back to the true vine in John 15. We have to be connected to him. He's going to make it come alive in us. And, uh, and if we do that, then man, we can have amazing fruit, amazing things come out of trusting in him and loving like he loved we can i think we can literally do what he said here if we abide in him and, and we're really his friends we're really seeking to love like he loves um we can do what verse verse what is it verse uh, 16 we can ask uh whatever we wish uh, is that what it is ask the father in my name and he should give it to you um it may depend on your translation, but so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give it to you. Um, and, you know, if we spend enough time with him and we have his heart, like you said, to have an open heart, but not just open to anything, like open so that he can pour in his love and truth. And then if we actually do that, we were talking about last week we actually marinate in that soak in that um our heart is in tune with him and we'll ask the things that he wants and then he wants then he'll give us those things um he'll give us positive change in our communities and lives turning around uh, but if he doesn't have people who are willing to do that that's kind of sad um Okay. Did, did, did it freeze again? No, it didn't freeze. <laughs> a lot of gaps today. Waiting for your next, you know, deep thought. Oh, I, I get rolling sometimes or stumbling <laughs> either way. Um, so you want to just stay out of the way when that happens, you know. <laughs> the rolling and just going to roll it over. Is he stumbling? Just going to trip? Yeah. Um, anyway, well, it's a, yeah. It's a good, important rich and deep scripture for us to consider and so hopefully people will um, maybe consider joining us on Sunday morning either in person or online and be able to uh, take in the message think a little bit more about this scripture uh, let the scripture transform their heart and uh, you know our I think well you know one of our goals as we come to scripture is that it change us uh, and so maybe as we come to scripture, our, our hearts will be changed and we'll want to love like Jesus loved. And um, it's always good to remember, too, when you come to a scripture like this, we automatically have to consider, well, how did Jesus love us? Because um, mm -hmm. that's exactly what it says. And so we consider that. Uh, and that's amazing. Uh, and so if you already know that love, you should be amazed by it again and again and again as you come to the scripture. And if you if you don't know that, um, you know, maybe if you haven't come to Christ yet to know him, uh, maybe this is the first time you're coming to that scripture, but just let it 
kind of wash over you and change you. And, and it's, you know, when you realize uh, the love that Christ has for you, um, then it should, it should transform us so that we want to love uh, others like, like he loved us. So, I mean, amen. Think about who he is, the eternal son of God, stepping out of eternity, taking on a human life, you know, that's, that's sacrifice right there. I mean, to, to take on our form and to serve us then to suffer for us. I mean, just, I mean, we, yeah, we should think on that deeply, regularly, daily. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, what he's done for us, how he loves us. We've got to wrap up Corey. Cause we have um, probably like 30 seconds left. All of a sudden we have a timer again this week for our recording. Um, oh, weird. I, I don't know where that came from, but I, it's going to cut us off. So I just want to probably because uh, two unpaid accounts are talking. Maybe that's what it is. So, well, thank you. Thank today you all is national you. cabbage day, Tim. Oh, I love, but strangely cabbage. it's national random acts of kindness day. So I thought the most random thing you do is give someone a cabbage. Okay. 